other side of midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morning, everybody. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Well, a very sad story that I just can't stop thinking about since I learned about it a few hours ago. A grandfather who tried to break up a fight is killed in a subway shooting. The victim, Richard Henderson, got shot stepping into an altercation that he had nothing to do with, according to his wife, and he was killed on the number three train. Next month would have marked the 30th year that Richard and Jakiba Henderson had been together and marked the 20th year that they had been married. But on Sunday, Mr. Henderson, a father of three and a grandfather to two little girls, ugh, was fatally shot aboard a number three train in Brooklyn after intervening in an argument between two other passengers over loud music in the car. Mr. Henderson worked as a crossing guard at a private school in Manhattan and had been watching football with friends, according to his wife, and he was returning home to Crown Heights on the subway. He was shot as the train was nearing the Rockaway Avenue stop in Brownsville. Here was his daughter talking about what occurred to her father. You can't feel safe to go use the Mac machine. So I, I'm angry. And I just feel like this, not only the city, but us as a community, we have to do better and want better. I'll tell you this, right after the Daniel Penny situation, after Daniel Penny was arrested for the incident on the subway involving Jordan Neely, Someone said to me, a colleague, a friend, said to me, you see, Frank, that's why the lesson here is don't get involved. And I thought to myself, how terrible. That is so terrible that people are going to think that the lesson here is don't get involved. Well, unfortunately, there are other wives, daughters, grandchildren that are seeing this story of Mr. Henderson and thinking that should be the key takeaway to everybody on the subway. And what a cold, awful, cruel world this is going to be if folks no longer feel safe trying to help. And unfortunately, I think we're getting there. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Some sad news because this is something that affects every first responder, every New Yorker, and it should affect every American. You've heard of the Zadroga Act, the health care funding bill to provide health care to 9-11 first responders. Well, Joseph Zadroga was a tireless warrior for the September 11th first responders and the father of the first cop whose death was attributed to ground zero related illness. Here's someone who lost his son and then became a crusader for the cause of getting 9-11 first responders better health care coverage and ultimately it's been successful. Now the Zadroga Act is fully funded, and if you were a first responder on 9-11, you will have your medical expenses paid for. 
Well, unfortunately, Joseph Sedroga was fatally struck by an SUV in New Jersey on Sunday. And this is a tremendous, tremendous loss for the 9-11 community for New York. This is a man who was a monumental figure to thousands of 9-11 heroes and survivors. And we're used to losing people to a 9-11 related cancer or a 9-11 related illness. We're really not used to losing icons in such a hard Horrible fashion and something that's not at all connected to what they're known for, which in this case is just a traffic accident, which is one person told the Daily News, I believe it was John Feel, who is active in the um, September 11th survivors community. He said that's what makes this so much more difficult to accept. Here was a 76-year-old man who was standing outside his parked Hyundai Tucson when an 82-year-old driver accelerated as he pulled into a parking space about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And he struck Zadroga's vehicle and then the victim pinning Zadroga under a gray Nissan SUV. Medics rushed to try to get him to the hospital, but it was not to be. So I'm very sorry to see this. This was quite a gentleman who became a hero completely unwittingly. He never intended to be the namesake of one of the most significant pieces of legislation in modern American history. Here was just someone that was trying to see other people not suffer the same fate that his son did. At the very least, if you believe in heaven, if you believe in an afterlife, he's reunited with his son and his wife who passed away about 16 years ago. A sad story. God bless you, Joseph Zadroga. To be continued the other side of midnight local spotlight everyone is always picking on the cops the police and the city whenever they do something wrong or are not living up to your expectations well i want to give a shout out to the nypd its commissioner and yes even the mayor because there was a very interesting story in the new york post over the weekend that subway fare evasion arrests skyrocketed 132 percent in 2023 to 4917 fare evasion arrests compared to only 2,121 in 2022. Now, this doesn't reflect the fact that all sorts of people decided to jump the fare in 2023 and they weren't jumping it in 2022. No, this reflects the NYPD's increased commitment to tackling turnstile jumpers and stopping the havoc that they cause. One wonders why this wasn't taking place earlier, but I'm glad it's happening now. So as enforcement increased, so did the number of guns and criminals pulled out of the subway. The NYPD recovered 45 firearms from the subway system in 2023 compared to only 35 the year before. A 29% spike. Of the 45 guns they recovered, 24 were seized during encounters with fair beaters. Lo and behold, what Rudy Giuliani used to say is true. If you catch someone for fair evasion, chances are they're probably in the midst of committing another crime. I think this reflects why we need an even more robust presence of law enforcement in the subways, because I am 
wholeheartedly applauding this crackdown on fair beaters. You know, we told you earlier about that grandfather who was killed in a subway shooting. I'm betting that someone involved in that altercation which led to his shooting was at one point a fair evader. Imagine if he had been arrested and that gun had been seized. Mr. Henderson might still be alive today. Now, I do still have a lot of reservations about some of the prosecutors in the city, like Alvin Bragg, and how seriously they're going to take these fair evasion arrests, but at least the arrests are being made, and I think that's a good start. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Well, if you're driving right now or if you have a window that you can look out of, you will see there is a dusting of snow on the ground. Yes, it is just a dusting. And I'm glad to see the winter storm poised to break the snow drought in New York City. But we're talking maybe an inch of snow, an inch of snow that is barely sticking anywhere. So what I'm amazed by, and I grew up in an era in the New York City public school system where they didn't cancel school, they didn't delay school. It was very, very rare to have a snow day. But what I'm amazed by is that some schools, I heard this from James Flippin uh, a little while ago, some schools in New York and New Jersey have announced delayed openings and closings as part of the tri-state area prepares for this slick morning commute. Now, I do want to urge people to exercise caution on the roads because thinking that you can drive like there's no snow on the ground, that's a mistake that a lot of people make. And there was a winter weather advisory in effect. But I'm looking at these school districts in Ardsley, in Rye, in Eastchester, in Irvington, in all over New York and New Jersey, Bloomfield, Bergenfield, Bergen County Tech, and they have delays of 90 minutes, two hours. It's just an inch. It's just an inch. Now, thankfully, the New York City public school system has not done that, and they are uh, open at regular time this morning. But, I mean, come on. I, I think to inconvenience parents who count on the school system as a vital part of their child care ritual, when they've got to go to work, it's really not fair to do to the parents or the school children when it's this little snow and when it's this insignificant. That's my two cents. Beam me up! To be continued. <laughs> 